This morning is going to be a little bit different to our normal, whatever normal is, Sunday morning service. This morning we're going to hear from a few departments and a few people in the life of church. Maybe you are new to Oasis, maybe you've been coming for a while but haven't got a clue, like the rest of us, what's going on. Uh, But we thought it would be a good time, uh, our summer break, to kind of reflect on what God has been doing in the past year and what we're excited about as we start a new term in September. I'm really excited uh, that God has been moving. And and the the thing is, on a Sunday morning, we don't always get to hear what God has been doing in and through the, the week in the life of our church here at Oasis. So this morning, we're going to give you a little snapshot of what God's been doing, what, what's been exciting us, and what, what excites us, and the vision for the year ahead in a few departments. We realize that we can't cover every department, else we would be here till next Sunday, because there's so much going on. But we've just got a few departments that are going to share this morning on that. So, um, so I would like you to encourage whoever it is that comes up with a big round of applause and a cheer and say, yeah, you're amazing, because... These people work extremely hard to give their time voluntarily and they're serving the Lord and this community and, um, and it'd be good to encourage them. The Bible says to honour those who serve well and these people really do serve well. So as I say, it's just a, a snapshot. We're going to release Sparklers soon. But before that, I want to introduce uh, someone to you who is going to be taking on the responsibility for powerhouse our children's ministry for a sunday morning uh we uh bid farewell to emily in that sense emily has uh, done a tremendous job of of uh, working with the young people the young people and the children in, in powerhouse done a fantastic job there uh, and we want to honor emily <laughs> emily is focusing her att- attentions on other areas of ministry that she'll explain shortly but uh joe will be taking powerhouse on let's welcome joe and and hear what joe has to share Thank you. Hi. I stand here um, echoing really the heart of the people that have gone before. I'm looking at Margaret, who led me as a child in her work with the children and set a really great example there. Sally's not here, but I, she was my person that I looked up to as a child as well as Margaret. And looking at Emily for the work that she's done. So I'm standing here echoing really their heart too. I'm going to be taking on the responsibility. But I want to restate where it is that we're going with the children. And this, this is my heart. And I know it will be your heart too. That our children here don't have, Andy and I were speaking about this the other day, don't have a junior Holy Spirit and a junior God. It's the same. It's the same. And there's no watered down, watered down, feeble little Christianity for our children. It's full on the same as for anybody. And my heart is that they experience um, the love of Jesus and the Father's love. They find out who they are. That sounds very trite. But even at the age of four, five, they begin to understand who God has made them to be. And then with the team that we have, our job for your children, I'm going to say our children. You might not have children in the church, but 
Can I open your mind and your heart up that they are your children because we are a family and as a community we grow children. We just grow them. And my heart is to equip every child who comes in to Powerhouse and even in Sparklers to equip them to fulfill their royal mission from God, which is very much what Julia said about experiencing heaven on earth. And I apologize, but I will not water it down. Now, how I deliver that with my team will be in a way that I'm already talking to the children about the things that they love to do. So the message is there, but how we do that in fun different ways and things that they can grab hold of will evolve, I think, as I get to know the children. If I can give you um, a sneak little preview of our first week, the topic, some of the topics of the first few weeks, I won't bore you because um, there's a huge long list. The first one, we'll be talking in a, very, um, in a way that the children can understand about the two kingdoms that there are, that there is a kingdom of heaven and um, the kingdom of darkness. I'm not going to scare the children because the kingdom of heaven is the most amazing thing. We're going to be looking at who is my daddy. We know the children have earthly um, daddies, but looking at God as father. We're going to look at his love. We're going to look at that royal mission. We're going to look at the power of the Holy Spirit. We're going to look at how children can be, not only have the Holy Spirit in here, but be smeared with the Holy Spirit. They're going to learn to rest in the Holy Spirit and we're going to worship together. There's so much more. And I tell you, my heart goes bumpity bumpity bump when I really start to think about this. I don't see... Thank you. I'm glad you agree with that. I um, see as I look over the congregation this morning all sorts of ages and I, I just can't distinguish between the ages let it be that all of us go for God. All of us encounter Jesus Christ and the love of God. That we all get to know who we are in God. A lot of people ask that question, who am I? And it starts, I think, from when a child is born. Who am I? What am I here for? Let's discover that through God. And let's all be ready to fulfill the royal mission that we have so that we don't waste our years that God has given us. I'm excited, and I love the children that God... I'm starting to get to know them. There's some real characters. Maybe you've met some of them. They're amazing. And before... Is there anything else I should say, Andy? Have I missed anything out? Before I take the sparklers out and anybody in years reception years one and two who want to come with us I'd like to pray for the children and I'd really like you to get behind me with your prayers father God I thank you that we are a church rich in children we have so many you've blessed us and we just love them and we know that your heart is full of love towards them and Father, I just pray as they grow over the next year, they'll grow in their knowledge of who they are and of who you are and how much you love them. And that the children will stand side by side with us as we bring heaven to earth. 
as we fulfill the royal mission that we have. And Father, I pray that you'll extend my team, fill us with more faith about what you can do. And Father, I pray that these little ones here will be giants in the faith, giants in the faith, hugely immense on the inside, full of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So before Joe, Joe runs off into Sparklers, uh, I think it'd be great for us as a church to pray for, for Joe. So I'm going to ask if there's any of the team that aren't on holiday that are here to come out and join us praying for Joe. If any of the kids want to come out as well and pray for Joe. And I'm going to ask if Emily, uh, passing the baton on as it was from, uh, from leading, doing a great job with Powerhouse, that she'd just pray. Would we just extend our hands? Any of the kids that want to come as well, pray for Joe. Brilliant. God, I just want to thank you so much for Joe. I want to thank you for a heart for the, yeah. these young people, God. And I just really pray that you'll just go before her, God, that you'll make a way for the exciting opportunities um, that, um, that are ahead, God. And I just really pray that you give her everything she needs, God, that you give the team everything they need um, for this next um, path along the journey, God. I want to thank you for, for Joe's passion and for her heart, God. And I just really pray that you'll really bless her in this time, God, as she starts this new adventure with you and these kids, God, yeah. in your name. Lord, we pray for Jo that through this time that she has confidence and reality in your name, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jo. Have a great morning, sparklers, and years one to reception. It's not in the house. It's in the sparklers room. Okay. Brilliant. Well, Emily does lead our um, ministry to children in the community on a Monday night called Fusion. I'm going to let you talk a bit more about that, okay? Okay, so um, for those that don't know what Fusion is, um, on a Monday night, um, we come in here, we have um, loads of crazy games, um, we have a bit of uh, illustration and a little um, message to do, have some kind of Christian um, theme to it, and we do lots of crazy stuff like that, <laughs> um, in a nutshell. Um, it was my first year, this year, of doing Fusion, I've never really ran something like this before it was a little bit daunting um but I really felt that's where God wanted me to do and it's been an absolutely amazing year we've had new children come in we've had children that have been coming to kids club for years still coming in and um having a great time um I'll just show a little story from um last year and then I'll talk a little bit about what we're going to be looking at doing but um Last year, we, talk, we did a lot of um, topics. We did the fruits of the Spirit. We also talked a lot about prayer. And um, we were just do at the beginning bit, we do like an open, it's kind of supposed to be like a bit of a youth clubby type thing where there's like loads of ping pong tables, craft, uh, tuck shop. Tuck shop is like a big hit in Fusion. So I'm sorry all those parents that send their kids with pound and we send them home with loads of sweets, but they love it. Um, but... Um, I was just mulling around, just checking everything was going all right, chatting to some young people. And a couple of the girls that come here came up to me. Um, they, don't, they're not, they don't go to church. Um, they've come in. They've been in kids for years. And they just said, Emily, will you pray for my grandma? Um, and I was like, that's, that's a big thing for, for a child to ask, you know. And we'd been talking a lot about it from the front. Um, so they approached me. And I said, do you know what? I had a split thought in my head. Do I just say, yeah, I'll pray, I'll pray for him later. I went, actually, no, should we pray for him now? Should we sit down and pray for him now? And we sat down and prayed for their grandma. 
And it was, it was amazing. And, you know, they really, really were believing that God could make a difference in their family. And, and that is some of the stuff we're experiencing in Fusion. And I hope to see more and more of that. And I hope to see more and more kids come in um, and just have fun and just love being in the presence of God and hearing about the good news. Um, this year, I'm really excited. Um, one one thing that's good for Fusion as well is what I'm, that I love is young leaders being built up to become... We've got kids that have been in Fusion, that have come through Fusion and now are leading. We've got a few in here like Camilla, um, Abby Hickley, and we're going to be taking on Leo. Leo's going to be joining the team and just building them up and equipping them as leaders, which is an amazing opportunity in Fusion as well. Um, in the new, in, from September, um, we are going to be looking at um, Bible characters. We're going to be looking at Bible stories. Um, we're going to have some new games and um, new exciting stuff. Um, we've got some new, we'll have a new lot of people coming through. So if you know anybody who's in reception, um, it runs right from reception right until um, age 11. So if any children that you know want to come, um, it's free. Come along, come along to that. Um, that'd be great. So... I'm excited for what the year's going to bring. Um, we said goodbye to Sally and to Nettie. They were on team last year and they've stepped down now. So if any of you are interested in volunteering for Fusion, please speak to me. Um, that would be great. Um, but I'm excited because I, I believe um, God is going to do some great things in the community in this outreach and mission. And I, and I believe this is just the beginning. So, um, yeah, go Fusion. And <laughs> just the beginning, whoa. Um, just also, which has been really great, um, I don't know whether Andrew's going to talk about this, but we do open in Fusion over the road while Fusion, it's a bit confu- confusion, confusing, all these fusions, uh, yeah, it is confusion, but we do open in Fusion over the road for the parents to go in, and we have had parents stay, um, while their kids are in here, they go over there and have a coffee, um, spend an hour with Andrew, I'm not sure how exciting that is for him, but um, I'm sure Andrew makes a great coffee and tea. But that's been great in itself as well, building up relationships with not just the kids, but the parents as well, um, which is absolutely amazing. Sorry, can I mention one more thing? Sorry. I just remember. But we, did, but we did at the end of Fusion this year a family barbecue, and it was brilliant, wasn't it, Andrew? We had about 50 people come along with their parents and kids, and we just had the bouncing castle out. It did rain, but we still carried on. We still had the barbecue. We pushed through um, the rain. But it, it was great, and that's what community is about, isn't it? About coming together and having fun and getting to know each other and um, talking about Jesus. So, come on. Amen. Is anyone from the Fusion team here today? One or two are, aren't they? Where are they? Laura, Sarah, Camilla. You're coming out. We want to pray for you. Leo's joining. Where's Leo? Leo's joining the team. He's the main man. Look at this man. Man of God here. Come on, that's brilliant. Is anyone else? Emily? Right, I'm going to give the microphone to you lot to pray over Emily then, okay? It's great. Lord, thank you for Emily and thank you, Lord, that she stepped up to this amazing job that she's doing. And Lord, thank you for what she's done so far and what you're doing in her, which um, affecting the children in such a positive way. And Lord, we pray that that this continues and that the next year will be even more amazing than it was this year. Amen. Amen. Lord, I pray for Emily and that she will grow in you, Lord, even more than she has done this year and that she will help children grow in you, Lord, even more than she did this year. 
and she'll give children to inspire to give their lives to you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Go on, let's give it up for Emily and also the team there. Brilliant. Well, uh, we've, got, we've got a young man here who's been a breath of fresh air on the, on the youth team, so I'm going to ask if he would come and share something of Fuse, which is the name for our youth ministry. So let's put our hands together for Jordan, a.k.a. Pizzle, uh, everyone. <laughs> Last year we looked at the theme of roots, shoots, and fruits. You'd forgotten about that, didn't you? Um, so roots was being anchored in God, um, finding your, your foundations in Jesus and just digging into God. Shoots was reaching out. Um, imagine it like a plant. So reaching out. And the fruits were obviously the results and, and the fruits of that. So one um, aspect of the fruits that really stuck out to me was on our weekend away, um, through to different timings and stuff, we had to put the weekend away the first weekend before exam period. So um, we were a bit worried that a lot of young people wouldn't be able to come. Um, so we were going to just take a few cars down to Wales and, and have our weekend away there. But we had to hire a coach because all of them still wanted to come, which was amazing. They were so grounded and they wanted to, to come to the weekend away and, and accelerate what it is that they were doing that we had to, to get a coach to get everyone there, which was amazing. Um, in terms of shoots and reaching out, we've heard so many testimonies from our young people about how they've been speaking to friends and they've said, can I pray for you? Or... Um, They've come and shared testimony how their friends have come and said to them, will you pray for me? Um, and I think that's amazing that our young people are, one, telling their friends about Jesus, but two, bringing it back and encouraging the others with it as well, which is, which is what it's all about. And I love seeing that. And thirdly, fruits of that was we were seeing more and more people come into our socials. Like they were uh, bringing friends along with them. Uh, again, we had to take two minibuses to a social because there were so many people come in, new faces, and it's amazing that I've been on the youth team for a year, and I can come in on a Thursday and still not know everybody's names, because I, I can't keep up with, with them all, which is, which is awesome. So um, that, was, that was last year. This year, we're going to be kind of moving that on even more. So we'd, we'd love for Fuse to be a place for young people that is almost run by young people. So we want our young people to be stepping up into areas of, of leadership, whether that's welcoming, whether that's preaching, leading worship, whatever it is, we really want to see more of those fruits and just sending our young people out into areas of, of ministry. Because you don't have to be a certain age before you're good enough to, to lead stuff, right? So we just want our young people to, to go with that. We want to go back to the core of what Fuse really is. We want to look at our culture points, maybe revise them a little bit, and really instill what Fuse is, is all about. And I was in a, a meeting at work recently where um, they said, this is our company ethos, and we want you to learn it. And if that's good enough for our business, how much more should it be for the, the house of God? So we're going to take those culture points, and we're really going to instill them into, into ourselves and into the young people as well. And um, in that, again, once the, the young people have taken hold of the vision, they'll want to accelerate and share the vision even more than they're already doing. And we're going to look at Romans 12, really. We're going to run with that with being transformed by the renewing of, of our minds. You know, in this, in this time that we live and in this culture that we live, there are so many people that uh, are wanting to change what is of God. And so many people that want to take young people and tell them that what is right is wrong and what is wrong is acceptable. So we're really going to go for be transformed by the renewing of your mind to not conform to society, but to be the ones that are changing things. 
like I said, which we're already seeing, we're, we're sh- seeing them and hearing them sharing Jesus with their friends, which is amazing. So, yeah, more of, more of the same. And we've got Gathering 62 as well. 62. So, um, yeah, Gathering 62 is on a date which I can remember. The 26th of September. Thank you, Lord. Um, 26th of September, we've got the gathering, and we're going to just have a night of worship in here um, for young people. Again, we've got our young people involved. We've got a panel uh, committee of young people that have, have really had a big input of what's going to go on. So, yeah, and we're, we're inviting churches from the region as well. You guys can come if you want. Um, <laughs> that wasn't a joke. You can come. Um, so, yeah. That's what we're going to do, and we're going to be um, hopefully, you know, seeing people saved. In faith, I believe we'll see people saved. So, yeah, gathering 62 on the 26th of September, October. September? September. 26th of September, which we'll, which we'll be here, which is, again, something to look forward to. So, yeah, hopefully we'll have a, a good year. I'm uh, going to ask if the rest of the team would just come out and... Uh, and uh, maybe some of the young people as well just want to pray over us as a team. And uh, Mike's not on team, but he used to be. And I've asked Mike to pray and speak some of his wisdom over us as a team. <laughs> yeah, I've got some wisdom, haven't you? <laughs> God, we want to thank you for this uh, willing uh, bunch of volunteers, Lord God, that turn up week after week, Lord God, to serve you and your kingdom, Father. And we just thank you for everything that Pizzle's just shared, Lord God, about the... Uh, the youth getting ground in, Lord God, but also reaching out and, and growing in you, Father God. And, uh, and God, that, that is incredible, Father. We thank you that people are coming in, Lord God. We thank you for this team that are there to teach and to nurture and to stir up the, the, the youth of this town, Father God. And Lord God, we just ask this year, Father God, that you will do immeasurably more, Father God, in this youth, Father. We thank you, Father, that, that people come in. Lord God, and we just pray for this team that you would pour out your, your blessing and your favor on them, Lord God, so that we will see your kingdom grow, Father. We thank you for the wisdom in this team. We thank you for the various age ranges from quite young to pretty old. And uh, Lord God, we thank you for that. We thank you for the diversity of this group, Lord God. Um, Father, and I just pray that, that that will just bless the youth that come, Father God. We thank you for the youth that are in this church. Father, we pray that they would be a good example to the, to the unchurched, Lord God. Father, we pray for those that are coming to, to the youth for the first time, Lord God. We'll just get to know and feel who you are, Lord God. Father, you know, start that journey into, into, into you, Lord God. So, Father, would you just bless this team, Lord God. And, and we pray, Lord God, as a church, that you would blow their minds, Lord God. Whatever vision that they have, Lord God. We pray that it will be too small, Lord God. We pray that you will do so much more than they could ever think over this coming year, Lord God. Amen. Amen. Big round of applause for our youth team. So, so, our Sorley outreach has been going on for a number of years, and that happens on a Sunday night. We don't always get to know what God is doing, but he is doing some great things. So, I'm going to ask if Janet Day a.k.a. my mother, would just uh, come and share, share some of that. Let's encourage her as she comes. Do you want to go up there? Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, keep it going. We're halfway there. Oh, oh, oh. 
thank you, Mike. Thank you. If Andrew's old, what does that make me? <laughs> I love you. I love you. Um, we, um, for those of you who don't know us, um, Paul, my husband, and I um, lead the Sorley Oasis at um, the Baptist Church in Sorley. We rent the Baptist Church, um, and a lot of their congregation join with us at night time for our service. And, uh, but we've got free reign of the church, really. So uh, it's brilliant. The Baptist Church just worship on a Sunday morning. And the rest of the week, we've got it. So it's brilliant. Paul and I have been there for 10 years. And uh, so, you know, we've been there a good time. But Andrew said to me, just um, tell everybody what, uh, you'd, what you've been doing this past year. So I hope it doesn't sound too much like a shopping list. And it said five minutes. So it'll be timing me. What it is to have a son like Andrew. <laughs> right, specials. We, we have quite a few specials in a year. And uh, summer we always have an ice cream Sunday service. And uh, visitors come along to that. Join in the worship, listen to the word. Andrew often comes to speak for us at these specials. So um, people do hear the gospel. Um, this year we had an open air service. It was trickling rain, but we did it. Last year we had to cancel altogether. But we did that. We did an open air followed by cream, uh, cream scones and strawberries was Wimbledon weekend, so we had to have the scones, didn't we? And uh, visitors came to that, enjoyed it, and they'll, they'll probably be along to the next special. We've always got food, so I'm sure that's what they come for. And we are planning a winter warmer just before Christmas. Um, so if you've got nowhere else to go, come to us on a Sunday night, 6 o'clock. Um, this year as well, we're, we're going to do a harvest supper. And um, so that means the service, harvest supper afterwards, apple pies and food again. Well, we've got to live, haven't we? Paul does a bulk of the preaching along with invited guests. So we have a good um, variation of preachers. And people are getting saved and baptized in our meetings. And we had a baptism the other week. Brilliant. Young lady, not long got, got saved, wanted to be baptized. So she went through the waters. She's here this morning. She went through the waters. Does anybody else want to be baptized, we asked. No, no. So we all went in the schoolroom for a cup of tea. And this young lady's mum came to Paul. I want to be baptised, I want to be baptised. So we all went back in church, took a cup of tea in with us and had a second baptism. And it, it, was, it was so special, that was. Really, everybody was in tears and it was a great night. Um, we do a million, uh, Macmillan's coffee morning 
in uh, September the 25th. Craft fair, ladies' meals out, men's suppers, all that sort of thing. To keep in fellowship and also to invite non-Christians to join alongside with us, really. And it's working. We have lots of um, people who don't go to church who come into church and come out with us um, on these occasions. Uh, We do a toddler's group, um, and that has grown over the last year. And uh, we've been praying for a a young mum. She was expecting her... She's a single mum expecting her second child and um, found out that she'd got um, a horrific brain tumour. And um, the, the baby she was pregnant with had to be brought, delivered early. And um, she, she was in a, a poor way. But um, we prayed for her and we prayed and we prayed and she came home. And um, she, she started coming to toddlers. And um, she, she invited her and her partner invited us round one evening to say that would would Paul marry them next year? And uh, we're delighted at that. She wants a Christian wedding, and um, she she loves us to pray with her whenever we see her. She wants to get married when a smile has returned. The, the brain tumor affected her smile. She's nearly there. She's nearly there. And uh, so she'll be getting married next year at the Baptist Church. And we did a teddy bear's picnic the other week. And how we got everybody in, I do not know. It's a good job health and safety weren't there, I think. But, but it was packed. Um, the the mums um, were prayed over, and grandmas and granddads, everybody came. And um, they were prayed over, and we have prayed um, before with some of them when they've come to us and said, this has gone wrong, or that's gone wrong. Can you help me? So uh, we, do, we do pray with them. And our vision for this coming year is for many more people to come in and find Jesus. And whether they stay in the church or not, it doesn't matter. It's a fact of finding Jesus as their saviour to give their lives to him, to be made whole and to just to um, go in the path that Jesus has set before them. Now, I just want to say, I'm closing now, you'll be glad to know. It's been worse than preaching this. I was so nervous. But Paul's saying of the decade, I'm just going to pass that. Our people have heard it so many times. But um, this is one of his sayings. We aim to have a fellowship where there are no big shots. No one, no one person amounts to anything, but all amount to something. Where there is no ulterior motive or hidden agenda, only to preach Christ and him crucified.
Brilliant. If there's anyone from the Saudi Outreach, it'd be great if uh, you came out and pray for my mom and also my dad who's not here. So is, is anyone? Some of you are. I know you are. Come on. Is anyone else? Great. <laughs> Brilliant. The rest of us could just extend their hands and we want to lift up Saudi Outreach to God. Lord, we thank you for Janet and Paul. We thank you for their gentle generosity of spirit. We thank you for everything that they give in every moment of, of the day, Lord. That they're there 24 hours a day for all of the people who come to Sorley, not only in the church but also in fellowship outside. That every part of their life, Lord, revolves around serving you and giving to other people. Lord, I ask that you bless them in completeness, Lord. You died for us to have completeness in you. And we ask for that for both of them. We ask for their, um, every blessing for them, Lord, in, in the richness of their lives, in their health, in their, um, the word that they give to others, Lord, and in the way they live their lives that thoroughly lives out your life, Lord, and shows how you live to others, which is what they do all the time. We ask for your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, thank you, Lord, for keeping Janet and Paul going on in the faith, Lord. Lord, for all the various illnesses Janet and Paul's had, Lord, and the, the, you're upholding them, Lord, and they're mm. carrying, carrying yeah. on through, and for the amazing growth the church has had in the last year, both in Long Eaton and at Sorley, yes. Lord, and we bless you, Lord, for everything you're doing. Lord. Yeah. Amen. 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 Let's encourage me, Mom, and great things happening there at Sorley Outreach. Last and by no means least, uh, we've had someone with us for a few weeks returned to the UK, but this week is returning back to America, more specifically to Bethel, California. And uh, I just thought it'd be great if we hear something from Jess of what God's been doing in her life and through her life while she's been there at Bethel. Uh, so Jess, coming out. We, uh, we know that you're flying this week and we don't want you to forget your roots, so we've got you some Yorkshire tea bags. And some dairy milk chocolate, because you probably can't get that there. So, yeah, embrace that. Here we go. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you very much. This is very, very needed and necessary. Okay, so I'm going back to um, California tomorrow, uh, which is a bit, I'm a bit, I'm nervous about that. And I'm nervous about this right now, so I might be all over the place. Um, so just to recap on the last year, I guess, um, I went, I'm at a ministry school at a church called Bethel. I'm sure some of you might have heard of that. If not, it's just a, it's a big church in California. Um, James has heard of it. <laughs> it's a non-denominational church. <laughs> that answers that. <laughs> good question, good question. Um, <laughs> so that's what I'm doing out there. So um, basically in ministry school, um, a lot of it is obviously Bible base getting in the word understanding it and um, but the the thing that I love the most that actually drew me to it in the first place to want to do it is that you read all this stuff in the bible and especially in the new testament and all about Jesus and um, but it doesn't stop there they make sure that we're living it out and they give you the tools and the they push you and push you just to get you out of that comfort zone and into where you actually start to see God move beyond what you could ever imagine and that's been something like I've really learned to see God in a whole different way. And it's, I knew God was healer, and I knew that God was good. 
um, but I'd not seen it in my own life to this extent. And this one thing they repeat over and over again is that believe that God is a good father. And he's not like, um, like my mom often says, but like a, the master of an orphanage that's run down and you can just beg for a little bit of food and a little bit of money and maybe they could just heal my leg, but it doesn't matter about my migraines. Um, but God's like very generous and good and he wants the best for us and he wants to provide and there's no limits. There's nothing that he can't do and there's nothing that he doesn't necessarily like want to do and it's not based on how good we are as a Christian um, or anything like that, but it's just based on who he is. Um, so that's been fun. Um, I guess, ooh. Uh, one thing that I, like, I personally, personally grown in um, is probably grown in my faith and expecting God to do good things. And that was really, really put to the test when I went to Mexico in March. And thank you for anybody who gave, um, donated some money towards that because that was life-changing. Um, so uh, we had to write a list of things that we wanted to see happen while we're on the trip. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to put some things that look cool, but it doesn't matter if it doesn't happen. Um, so I put, I want to see um, blind eyes be able to see again. I want to see um, deaf ears be able to hear again. And I want to see, go to a church and everybody get healed. And, and then obviously the te- even the team leader was like, I mean, we'd all love to see everybody healed, but you know, one day, one day, one day when, when we're all in heaven, everybody will be healed and all of that stuff. Um, but the first service that we went to on a Friday night was in like a back street in a kind of like a massive car garage thing in the Tijuana in Mexico. And um, I was supposed to be preaching that night and I went up to preach and God was like, I don't want you to talk about that. I want you to prophesy over a woman um, and a daughter. So I did that. Cool thing was her name was Jessica, and her daughter, and mum was called Joe or something. So like, right, okay, <laughs> and that's good. But from that point, um, we, people were getting words of knowledge. So it's like, um, so I feel like there's somebody in the room that's deaf in their left ear, is in their mid thirties, and has two kids. Um, and I was like, that's very specific. If this goes wrong, I can't be like, oh no, <laughs> don't worry about it. I was, it was a man, really, but. Um, yeah, so this woman jumped up um, and waved and waved, and we prayed for her, and her ear got, it was completely deaf, and as we were praying, we heard it go like, like that, and it opened up, and she could hear. So that's good. That's really good, yeah. So I guess seeing all of that stuff, and actually seeing it in real life, my own eyes, and all of that just kind of got me to a place I'd never been to with God before. Um, where it's like anything is possible and anything that we can ask for and imagine it's, it's all there and it's all provided for. And that service on the first night, everybody we prayed for got healed. And that continued for the next three nights that so everybody we prayed for got healed, which I was like, oh, right, heaven, <laughs> that's good. Um, so this next year, it's a little bit different. I'm doing the same school, but it's second year. It's more based on leadership. Um, they're very very big on like church leadership, but also leading in the, in the world and being great business owners and great um, managers and great graphic designers and all of this stuff that they really, really set on that, which is brilliant because I really feel like it's not just the church that needs great leaders, but the world. So that's cool. So I'm doing that. Um, I'm going to be doing lots of worship this year, um, leading different things, which would be good. Uh, and I guess the, the big thing for me that's going to be different this this year is that I wasn't actually planning on going this year. 
Um, I was just going to do one year, saved up lots of money, and uh, that was it, one year, going back to work. Um, but halfway through, God was like, no, I want you to go for the no- another two years. I was like, oh, no. So I was cheeky, and I was like, well, if you give me the money, I'll go, but we'll see about that. And just pretty much straight away, I said that um, I got given about £2,000, I think. And then after that, it's kind of been given more and more money to the point where I'm like, oh, I can't not go, can I? <laughs> I can't not go. Um, and it will be interesting because I haven't got enough right now, so it will be kind of... I, even yesterday, I was panicking to my dad. <laughs> and I was like, I haven't got enough. I'm not going to go. It's a stupid idea. It's not logical. It's not anything. Um, but it's kind of one of those things that takes you back to who God is. And God's not going to give you half or even more than half and then just stop and leave you with not enough, just not enough. But I'm believing for an overflow and more than I could have actually needed and wanted. Um, so that's enough about what I'll be doing. Yeah. I'm kind of sad I'm not going to be here to see everything that's going on. Because it sounds amazing. Um, what do I do now? Yep. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to ask if uh, our worship team would just come uh, back and lead us in a final song together. But uh, as they do, I think, Jess, um, not saying that you owe us one, but a lot of people have been praying for you and continue to pray for God's richest blessing for you. But I think it'd be great if you just share something, uh, speak something over us as a house and pray for us as a church. Um, so can I just invite us to stand as we sing our final song together and you share? Is that all right? God, I thank you. I thank you for my home. Thank you for my um, Oasis Church. Um, we thank you for everybody in it. And I just ask that this year would be a year of just like reminding us of a vision, a vision for the church, a vision for our families and ourselves, and a vision for the future, that this would be a place where people would come and they would find purpose, yes, that they would find their destiny and they'd find their reason for being here. And Lord, I just thank you that every single one of us can be a part of of just changing our whole worlds around us and the, and the attitudes of everybody around us, yes. that we would be a people who stand out for all the right reasons, yes. that we would be known for being godly people, but not because of what we say, but how we live. Yes. And we just ask that this year that we would see more of the, um, experience more of your presence and more of your spirit than we've ever experienced before, and that we would see more miracles and more yes. healing than we have ever seen before, because yes. God's not done and he's only just yes. getting started. And we just ask that we would um, just receive more and more boldness because if we don't step out, we'll never move. And we just ask that this would be a church that's known for just stepping out and taking the risks that's necessary, that listening to God's voice, hearing God's voice so clearly and just going for it at whatever cost is, at any cost, that we would experience your love and experience your embrace. Yeah, and just a, just a word for you. I just feel that God will lead you more out of your own logic to gain an understanding of the kingdom. And uh, we, we continue to pray God is, God's greatest blessings on you as you step out in faith. You're going to see some incredible things. So keep us updated, won't you, Jess, on that. And, and maybe I uh, just want to open it out at, at the end of our service. If you want to come forward for prayer, for healing, I'm just going to ask if Jess would just hang around afterwards and... 
be willing to pray for you. Uh, This morning we've shared some great moments and memories from the past year and it's exciting to see what God is doing. But I just felt challenged for us as a church and uh, excuse me if you're just visiting this morning. But there was a story and an account in the Bible where Jesus led three of his disciples up to a mountaintop. It was Peter, James and and John. And on that mountaintop Jesus was transfigured. The story goes that the glory of the Lord just shone around. It was an incredible experience for those disciples to witness and encounter. And Peter kind of jumped in the gun and in all the excitement said, uh, Jesus, let me, let me build three shelters as a memorial. Let me build three shelters as a mo- memorial. Peter had understood that it was a precious moment and wanted to create a memorial. But listen, the mountaintop was never meant to be a place to camp at. It was a moment to treasure, but not moments to become memorials. Because Jesus' mission of saving mankind had not ended. And they went down the mountain. And church, this morning, maybe for us as individuals, uh, we've held on to certain memories that have actually become memorials in our lives that have become strangleholds for the potential to be released in our own life. And I want to encourage us to um, have great memories. We've heard some great moments of what God's been doing in the past year this morning. But let's not camp at those. Let's not camp at the memorials, the memories that God, what God has done. And as a church, I've been here for 20 years, about 20 years. There have been some incredible things happen. But you know what? It wasn't right for the disciples then to create memorials. And it's certainly not for us as a church now to create memorials, create memories but not memorials, not to camp at mountaintops, but to go down from the mountaintops and understand our mission to the community, to Long Eaton, to the streets, to the homes, to the families that live around us. I want to encourage us in that because our mission as a church is, is not complete. Let's not camp at memorials. Let's treasure the moments, but understand that God is a God of more, just as Jess shared, as an abundant father who's got so much more for us. And uh, I, I want to encourage us in that, that, that actually there's a verse that says in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, He who began the good work within you will continue. Yes. He that has been doing these great and awesome things in, in the life of this church, reaching out into the community, changing lives, he who begun all that will continue to do a great work. Church, let's just embrace that. Let's just embrace the moments but not look to create memorials because God is on the move. I want to encourage you to to move from memorials to momentum. As we look today, September starting back, back to school Sunday, let's look for a movement and a momentum to take place and not to come at memorials. Father God, we just thank you for what you are doing in this place. Thank you that you have begun a good work in us as individuals and us as a house. But Lord, we refuse to camp at memorials when you want us to build momentum. Thank you that your kingdom is advancing. Thank you that you are building your church. And Lord, I thank you for the, the goal that is ahead of us through Christ Jesus. Thank you that you've called us to continue in the good things that you've called us to. And Lord, we pray that we just continue to be open in our own lives and the life of this church, to let go of memorials that might be strangling momentum. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.